Welcome to Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. This podcast started with me just kind of interviewing my friends, and now we're at a point where I'm interviewing people who inspire me. Every week you are going to hear how someone else identifies with the feeling of not fitting in and success. So let's just hop into the episode and thank you for all of your continued support. my goodness, I am so excited to announce that of merch, it is my 90s fantasy. And I just have to say thank you to my friend, dear, dear friend, Lara, who is the second guest ever of my podcast. We just celebrated one year of the podcast. We now have a lovely website. She helped me help computer. Uh, and uh, so if you want to live your 90s fantasy, we've got mugs, we've got blankets, we've got fanny packs. We're, we're working on a denim jacket. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. So go to please don't kick me slash shop and buy some merch, y'all. This week's episode features the lovely and the talented Strawberry Corn Cakes. Strawberry Corn Cakes is a drag performer, a drag entertainer in San Diego County and Southern California and just a lovely, lovely person. And I'm so excited to share this with you. So let's just hop into it. Hey, how's it going? Hi, how are you? I am doing so, 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 so good. I am so excited to finally have you on here. To my listeners, of course, this is Please Don't Kick Me Out, the podcast about imposter syndrome. And the lovely, beautiful, talented voice you're hearing on the other end is Courtney, stage name Strawberry Corn Cakes. Courtney, would you like to give your elevator pitch who you are, what you do, et cetera? Elevator pitch? <laughs> My name is uh, Courtney. I uh, go by the stage name of Strawberry Corn Cakes. I am a 30-year-old trans woman living here in San Diego. And yeah, I've been doing drag for five years, been transitioning for a year and a half. And that's about it for me. Yep, yep. And you came on my radar. So I have to just say that, that you were my f- biggest kick into the more the drag scene. But also um, I met you because my, I was really bummed out that I was going to have a pandemic birthday. At this point, we've all had a pandemic birthday, really. Yeah. We're going around mm-hmm. the, another trip around the sun. And my husband and one of my best friends, JC, she, they both collaborated together. And I love, I have always loved drag. And I, I, I really wanted to do that for my birthday, but of course, Corona just said no. And um, they reached out to you, I guess they'd asked around mm-hmm. who was, who's, who is someone that was is really good and really up like up and either up and coming or like really prolific and your name came across um, their inboxes and so they yeah um, I, they grabbed you that was such a funny thing I was like how and I had the message yeah. there for a while I was like I don't know who these people are <laughs> I mean who are these people trying to and then I read it I'm like oh this is cute this is fun. Yeah. And I, it was, it was hotter than Hades that day. It was so hot. Your phone died. My phone kept connecting to the mega boom. It was like a hot mm-hmm. mess. We had to go inside, turn the air conditioning on you like, but, but you were still like ever the performer, um, very captivating. And I just was like, instantly, I'm going to be your fan forever. And I'm going to be your friend. And when Aww. we got to talking on our, my birthday, we got to talking and it was, you were telling me kind of of your transitioning story and, um, mm-hmm. how you got into drag and like us being emo kids in like high school and stuff. And yeah. just, that we just had a lot in common. And so, um, I've wanted to get you on here forever, but of course, you know, you got to make that coin and that dola. So you're, you're busy, yeah. you're busy. And when you were <laughs> in the circuit, the urban Mo's circuit, you're busy and that's good. Yeah. And you also, um, you also had a health scare last year too. So it's like, you've had kind of a lot happen in the last year, but I've, yeah. been, I've been so um, honored to watch your journey. And I'm just glad that you've come into my life. And I know like, I see mm-hmm. very beautiful, big things in your future because you are, um, you. you don't need to be the voice, but you are very loud for your trans brothers and sisters. And you know what? I was just in a, um, I just did a fundraiser for the Trans Family Support Services. Mm-hmm. It was an event, um, sponsored by Maker's Mark Whiskey. And I was the the host of the event and I hosted a drag bingo. And um, we were just like talking, interviewing everyone. And I was just saying how I never asked for the, I never asked for this position. Mm-hmm. I never asked to be the voice, but I am very happy that I am the voice or a voice 
And I'm happy that I, you know, have the position that I do have. Yeah, absolutely. And and not only that, but there are other voices around you that are strong allies and advocates, um, but also um, people like Paris or Naomi, like those people, like, you know, know, there's other, there's other very, very strong trans voices. So I'm saying like, it's not just you taking like the lead for everyone. It's you guys kind of all collaborating to like, to, to push this forward. And I, and I, it's funny because right after we record, I'll see you in like two hours. (laughs) Um, because, uh, yeah, I, I, I bought a, I bought a two top table. No one wants to go with me because it's a school night. And they're like, Bianca, you're a podcaster for a living. Like Uh, go out and do things. And uh, we can't. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going by myself. It's fine. I went to your show in October by myself. I I had a great time. I, I prefer, I, you know what, we were just talking about it before we press record. And Honestly, like we're saying that like, it's kind of sometimes nice to go by yourself because like, um, it can kind of be a bummer when you take someone and like, you're way more jazzed than them. Like you're you're, like living your life. You're like, yes, this is so good. Look at that. Oh my God. Um, so, so I, uh, I don't mind that I'm going by myself. And also I know I'm in a safe space, uh, among my, my, my queer community, um, as an ally and as someone who has forced Miriam T to be, to notice (laughs) me. (laughs) Uh, she's, she's funny. So, um, without further ado, you know, again, honored, thank you so much for being on this podcast. And it's just been such, such an, like such a lovely watching you go through even more transition and, and it just, it's really been a beautiful thing. And you posted some really gorgeous photos yesterday that I was feeling. And then you said to caption this and thank I said, you. whole body. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I was like, go body with uh, a little bit of uh, retouching done. <laughs> Whatever. No one knew. It's fine. It's fine. And um, and uh, just so for my for my listeners who who are really just getting to know you, um, you do um all sorts of different types of of drag. But one something that like my friends and I did, well, you did this Christmas special over Christmas, and where you got yes. you recorded videos. You you do some things that are really funny. You do some ballroom kind of uh, gorgeous like gospely songs like uh-huh. very dream girlsy um what would you describe your drag as Ooh, so uh my drag i well, I, I would say it's a journey that's what mm-hmm. my drag is <laughs> my drag is a journey so i started off uh when strawberry corncakes first hopped on the scene she was like your ghetto banshee girl mm-hmm. so i would always wear like a braided wig i would always wear like hot pink and neon green um a lot of cheetah which i still do wear a lot of cheetah um and then I just started to elevate myself. You know, I started to do page- pageants, but I didn't want to label myself a pageant queen yep. because I only did a couple. Um, but I did want to look a little bit more elegant, more regal, um, and more polished. And that's kind of the route that I went. And I still do sometimes, you know, tap into like uh, some of the things that I grew up in. I grew up in the punk scene here in San Diego. So I do try to like tap into that. Um, I have not done like a full on like punk song, but it's like when you're punk, you don't, just don't listen to punk. You listen to like other artists, like, you know, like Gravy Train and Peaches. And, you know, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that punky pop stuff. So um, I would say my drag is, um, I, w- I want to say just like, you know, elegant, a little elegant, mm-hmm. a little regal. Um, I will take you to church. I will wrap the house down. It's very urban mm-hmm. yeah we'll say that. <laughs> I would say uh you I got emotional when I met you on my birthday uh-huh. and because you did that last final number and it was just like I you could have fooled me I thought you were singing <laughs> like that was how it, it was so in sync it looked so great um, I'm actually doing that number tonight I'm going to scream. Get ready. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go after we wrap this up. I have to go to an ATM because like, I don't think Ah! I fully think I gave all of my dollars away. Like I think when Paris came out as power line, I was like, like, but, um, but let's talk about the the San Diego scene for, for a second, because I wasn't really versed into it. Um, A lot of my, uh, I just, I just never really had a chance to go. And then my foyer into it was of course on a massive level. So I just want to thank you because, because you really brought me into more of a community aspect. So it's going to be really, really hard for me to move away, but I do want to come back. And my goal eventually, because I'm very involved with the center and I have friends that work there and they do a lot of great things for the city of San Diego and San Diego County in general. 
And um, I, I think this last year has taught me kind of like what what it means to be an ally and a voice for those that don't have voices. And also like, yeah. it's been a really great way for me to educate myself and like learn more about like a city that I, you know, eventually we plan to, Scott will retire out here. So, so I do appreciate yeah, that I was able to be part of this scene, even if it was a pandemic um, and whatever way. And, 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 and now it's like, I know, I know Gigi at Moe's, I know like, you know, you, I know Miriam, um, I know Paris. And so it's like, I know a lot of and Naomi, I know a lot of the bigger, bigger Queens that kind of, but then I also know the smaller ones that work at riches with you that, um, yeah. are fun, like Reina and some other ones. Yeah. And so I just, um, I, I would say I, I didn't know what I didn't know because I come, I come from wow. a much smaller scene, um, in Denver where my friend Lithia Morose was like pretty much my only frame of reference for, uh, I went to high school with her only frame of reference for drag. And uh, it's funny, I was just telling her that I got to see her. I, it was my first drag thing I'd ever seen in person by accident. It, I, she mm -hmm. happened to be at a brunch that I'd gone to after I, I did a cycling class. My friends were like, let's say goodbye. And we did a cycling class together. And then I, and then I drove to San Diego um, the next day. And uh, she happened to be the headliner. And I was like, what? The worlds are calling. So, um, so yeah, so I, I just kind of, uh, feel a lot more in, uh, evolved into it. And I also have truly taken this last year to kind of think about like local economy and local entertainment uh -huh. and how we can help local entertainment. And so you've done some really cool virtual stuff, um, throughout yes. the last year. And then now you're getting to come back into more of the outdoor indoors kind of, it, it changes by the minute. Um, but yeah, mostly literally, outdoor. Really <laughs> yeah. So let's hop into That's the first, so, um, oh, wait, go, yeah. No, go ahead, sorry. Go for it. <laughs> I was just gonna say that I, I did, um, I first started doing, uh, I called it the, uh, the Rent is Due Drag Review in the beginning of the pandemic because I was a full-time drag queen before the pandemic. Um, I quit my job at 24 Fitness, I quit my job at Starbucks because drag was just that for me, you know? And mm -hmm. I was like, what? I could make money and pay my rent doing this? Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And um, when the pandemic hit, I was just like kind of happy. I was like, ooh, I get to take like a little two weeks off and then mm -hmm. two weeks became months. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nope, yeah, virtual is, this is gonna have to happen. Yeah, but I think, I, I feel personally that at least the drag community found ways to make money and uh -huh. like the comedy scene, it took them a little bit. And then they were like, Oh, cool. zoom duh," or, you know? Yeah. So, but I, I think like, um, you, you know, the virtualness of things, like you guys all kind of, or I mean like everyone, like in the, I would say the drag community, like across the board, across the United States, if they mm -hmm. had all these bookings, it was like, well, what do I do? Like, let's try and find some, make something work. Like Charlie Hyde's for instance, does bingo that I play every week. Um, yeah. Richfield does a bingo show. Um, uh, Amber LeMay, I'll be on her show in a couple of weeks. She does a, a, a talk show. Um, so, so there are people like they're on a bigger scale doing some stuff here and there, but um, yeah. for the most part, it feels like a lot of the country has kind of like gone back to like this hybrid model of like, oh, like, okay, entertainment again in, in person. And uh, I got a little bit of shade for uh, going to a drag show. Someone was like, well, as long as you're fully vaccinated, it's like, I'm very, very careful. I know that yeah. that's not... I don't, I know that that doesn't stop the coronavirus, but, um, I am half vaccinated. I'll be fully vaccinated next week and I'll have all my antibodies by the end of the month. But even mm. so I feel far safer in Hillcrest at a Moe's establishment than I feel anywhere else in San Diego at any time. Yeah. Well, Riches is pretty safe. Oh yeah. Yeah. To me, Riches is the safest, um, as far as, you know, uh, people having to stay in their section, like they like, you get a whole cabana to yourself, you know, mm -hmm. when you're like in a over, if you're over a party of four, you're going to get a whole cabana to yourself and you do have security and even us patrolling, make sure that people stay in their section and et cetera, et cetera. But yes, most universities they are, you know, very great at taking precautions, you know, especially for, they're the ones that are having the shows right now. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let's hop into the first question, which is, of course, uh, do you feel like you have it all figured out? Can we curse on here? Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't no. for children. You can, you can say that. 
every day is literally a daily battle, especially like transitioning as a trans mm-hmm. woman. Like I'm going from a man that used to have like a lot of facial hair, a little, de- a bit of a deeper voice to a woman that is trying to be hairless and feminine and a little bit more high pitched voice and giving surgery with curves. And how am I going to make money to, you know, so it's every, literally every day is, a journey and a struggle and I don't have it figured out. I used to think I did, I did, but now I definitely don't. Well, I can, I can relate to that in, in so many ways. It's because it's like, it, this just like, this is imposter syndrome in literally a nutshell. Like I feel like, you know, especially like in coming to and starting to transition and like, what did that look like for you? And like how you want to look like what your, what, like what your ideal is and, and then like not being able to get there fast enough. It can be so frustrating. Cause like, I've seen your posts, yeah. like some days, some days you're having a great day. You're feeling yourself. And then the next day you're, mm-hmm. I can tell you're on hormones. I can tell you, you're a woman, man, baby, yeah. you're a woman, you're a woman woman yeah say mama and then my body my brain was like Freudian slip um but I but no like I I can I I know that you now know what it's like to be your hormones are wild you're crazy you're like Mm -hmm. why 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 did today do I feel this way it's it's a it's a lot and 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 sometimes I'll come home for no reason and I'll just start crying oh yeah I know how that that goes yeah (laughs) I'm just like, and then like all these, all these uh, reasons, all these like reasons that I'm not crying for will pop up and I'm like, well, this is why I'm crying, but it's not the reason, but I'm just going to make it the reason. Yes. Welcome to, welcome to gunny sacking your emotions because you don't want to, as a woman, you don't want to ever see anyone make you cry. And then someone just like, just barely taps that Ziploc bag of emotions. And you're like, ah! oh my God. It's, and it's a I, lot. I cried one time at work the other day. We're not the other day. It was a couple of weeks ago. I was like, okay. And I was like feeling, I was like, my emotions are like going crazy inside, but I'm going to like, I'm going to make sure that I get out of work and I'm like, good, blah, blah, blah. Literally 30 minutes before I was like at a breaking point and I had a table that was just like being kind of like not assholes, but they were kind of being just like standoffish. And I'm just like, are they talking shit about me? Like what's up? Oh, and then no. they end up getting up and leaving before placing an order. They were like, we're just going to go. I'm like, what the fuck? So that kind of irritated me and in my head I'm like if anyone asks me if I'm doing okay or like hey Courtney are you okay I'm just gonna start crying literally five seconds later my boss sees me and she goes Courtney are you okay and I just like that just like opened up the, the floodgates of the ocean just like started pouring down my face yeah and I was just like she's like what's wrong I was like I don't know <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's inter- interesting. Like as I balance my hormones, like I thank goodness I'm, I'm for me personally, like I'm back on hormones to be on birth control to, um, I, mm-hmm. I used to be on the copper IUD and I forgot. Oh, wow. Like Scott was like, you're crazy. Like get off that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, I was like fully feeling like my mood swings were like, woo, woo. um, yeah. so, so for me, like being on birth control where it like tapers off, and then I like, yeah, as is what I'm on. It's like a three day pill where it tapers off because like the drop off was just so much for me. So I can definitely a hundred percent relate to this feeling of emotions. And sometimes like, especially with this pandemic and this deployment, like thank goodness for therapy and thank goodness for, um, for at least for me, thank goodness for therapy. And also thank goodness for, um, just people being, far more open and vulnerable and being like, that's fine. Lean into it. Like if you're sad, have a sad day. Like, yeah, exactly. Versus like just keep going, like the world's fine, like it's all fine. So um when I heard you answering the figuring the figure it out question, personally, no one should ever have it figured out. And especially like you're navigating life plus life as a new person. Like, what does this new mm-hmm. chapter look like? Um, so let's just talk about imposter syndrome because um, you know, I'm sure you felt it. So do you feel like you fit in or suffer from imposter syndrome? In what ways and what does imposter syndrome mean to you? Um, well, I'm, can, can I ask you, what is the definition of imposter syndrome? Just like so have a better. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the feeling of like, you walk into a room, right. And you're mm-hmm. like everyone. Okay. Imagine walking into a room and you're like, everyone knows that I'm trans. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like when I, when I talk to guys like on the dating mm-hmm. apps, I'm just like, they want to take me out on dates and et cetera. I'm just like, Hey, just so you know, like I'm not 100% passable. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, if we were to go to somewhere that's not in Hillcrest, they're going to be like, Oh, that's a man or that's a trans girl. 
Yeah. Do you, can we just touch on just the feeling of, I know that like there's a little bit of um, not necessarily shaming or backlash, which is unfair that, um, you know, gay men do this and, um, and, and then the community that, they, that there's a lot of, um, not shaming necessarily, but there's a lot of stereotypes and like homophobia within your own community. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, is, do, you, do you feel that it's harder for the trans, do you feel like it's harder to have a seat at the table going from a gay individual to trans woman? Um, as a black gay male, I was invisible, but as a black trans woman, I'm like the voice. I'm like, you mm. know, mm-hmm. all power to me. But because, you know, not trying to like throw shade at people, but it's like, it's a trend now to support black trans women before they were like, you know, pushed to the side, you know? Yeah. Um, for instance, I know you watched the show Pose. Mm-hmm season one where Blanca was trying to just have a drink at that bar and she was kicked out for being a trans woman. That a lot of that still like, you know, trickles down to the gay men of today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's almost scary too, because it's like, I mean, I know the news like last year, like a big push was like, like we need to support these voices. Not, and you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's beyond just just black trans women and, and black trans men. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's all of them because it's like, I just don't, it, it breaks my heart. Cause I have so many trans friends, trans yeah. men, trans women transitioning in general, or people who yeah. are even non- non-binary and they want to go by they, them. Like, mm-hmm. so for me, it's, it's hard to watch, especially as a person who sees you for you as a woman mm-hmm. and like, would never allow anyone to be mean to you. I yeah. would, I would kick an ass. I, I really would. Yeah. Tiny <laughs> me would. I, I, I know you're laughing because I'm not very big, and you know that. Um, oh but, no, but I, but, I, trust me. I, I have people that have, that have had yeah. like real smaller, you know, and they just like defend me like crazy. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, yeah, but you touched on something else, but just like being queer as uh, as 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 a person of color, like mm-hmm. that that like that, you said like I felt invisible. Um, can you like yeah, like when I would come out to Hillcrest like as a gay man, as a gay boy, um, I would literally like so th- this is this is what it this is what it is. <sighs> Strawberry corn cakes performs at at most, okay. A lot of people see her, they love her. Oh my God, you're amazing. They see her walking to go get food after the show. Yes, girl, yes, girl. They see her walking to the show. Yes, girl, yes, girl. So next day, my old name Cornelius will be walking down the street, will see those same people, gives them like a smile, and like a head nod. And those people will look at me and be like, oh, like, why are you smiling at me? I'm just like, mm. do I have to put a wig and makeup on just so that you can like smile back? Like, cause my parents always taught me to I'll, like, if you make eye contact with someone walking down the street, you smile at them, you know, tell them like, have a good day or, you know, da 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 da. Um, and then so like, it'll be like night and day as a gay male to being a drag queen or a trans woman. Yeah. Yeah. Of color. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, and 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 I, I, I think, I think that it, it's also harder too, it, being a drag performer to find someone that's comfortable with that as well um yeah have you found as well um i I find it harder as a trans woman that Mm. does drag to find someone because when i i i had uh two boyfriends while i was a drag queen like as a straight or sorry as a gay male straight what um as a gay male i had two boyfriends while i was a drag queen my second boyfriend did uh, costume design and wig styling. So it was like a match made in heaven, but then he moved away, sadly. But now as a trans woman, people are like, oh, you do drag? Oh, you're just a drag queen. Oh, you're just a man in a dress. I'm like, no, I'm transitioning and I'm just a drag performer. And it's like, I kind of like had my heart broken not too long ago. I was Uh talking to someone and we, we would FaceTime and talk for hours and hours and they would like, they loved me, uh, not loved me, but they like didn't care like when I didn't have makeup on, you know, they didn't care about like 
my razor bump scars, you know, like the bottom of my chin and my neck, like they didn't care, you know? But as soon as I was talking to them about like my drag shows and like all this stuff, they're like, sorry, I, I can't do it. Like, I don't, I, I don't do drag. I'm like, you know, that's not me. And I'm just like, what? Like, I'm not going to be up in a big, crazy six foot high red wig, you know, every single day. Yeah. But yeah. But also I have something I noticed is that like your strawberry corn cakes is different than your Courtney by day. Courtney by day yeah. is an elegant woman who is, uh, you know, about town and she, and she's, she's into the same girl things that everyone else is. And mm-hmm. she just wants to be seen for who she is and she's loud and she's proud. And strawberry corn cakes is larger than life. Yeah. She has wigs that, that, that are touching heaven, honey. And yeah. like your, your red wig, it, it took up most of my house. Like, let's be clear. Yeah. It, it was a, it's a yeah. very big, that she's, a, she's a big girl. Crazy. And, and, and so like, I guess for like me, it's like, it's like if that person couldn't see the difference between Courtney and strawberry, cause there's a clear yeah. difference. Just like there's a difference between, um, you know, like someone in, of, in, in drag performing versus out. Like there are two separate yeah. people. Like you're still two separate people. It's not like being exactly. trans is the same thing as being a drag queen. It's not mutually yeah. exclusive. I wish people would understand that because you're just performing cause you love it. But yeah, but 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 you are playing an homage to to something larger than life. But the but but the but the real woman on the inside is just a down to earth person. Exactly. But some people just can't seem to understand that. Something I had asked you before we press record was if we could touch on just like what would you, so, cause I have a lot of allies listening to this. I have a lot of uh, queer identifying people that listen to this. I have um, a lot of people struggling with their own identities probably and their gender um, transitioning or otherwise. What, uh-huh. I like to educate people on like the right things to say. So as, um, as, a, as, a, as a person transitioning, what would you rather have people like, I know people say ignorant stuff that like so, it can be hurtful. So how, how do we frame this. the conversation? Um, when I working at Riches, I'm I'm a server there, and um, I feel like I should not have to say mm-hmm. hi. My name is Courtney. My pronouns are uh, she, her, hers to every single person to every single table. Um, I wear dresses and skirts and makeup and nails, you know, to work. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of feminine qualities to me. Um, presenting feminine qualities. So when someone calls me daddy, like, thanks, daddy, or mm. thank you, sir. It's like, that's rude. Where, where did you get daddy from? And where did you get sir from? Was it for my nails? Was it for my lashes? Was it for my skirt? You know what I mean? But then when I get the people that you know, they're like, oh, uh, what was your name again? I'm like, Courtney. They're like, oh, what are your pronouns? I like want to cry because I'm like, thank you. Like, that is the perfect way to start off. Like, asking someone what their pronouns are is like the best way to start up a conversation with someone that you might even think is, you know, LGBT. Like, not even if you think that they're trans you know mm-hmm. like even if they present fully 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 female you should still ask what are your pronouns and when that does happen which is few and far between you know, I do get pretty happy and you know for the people who are listening um that are kind of like iffy about that because I was iffy about that before I'm like is it disrespectful to ask somebody what their pronouns are because you know like what if they are X, Y, and Z, and, like, they don't, you know, it's, like, no, ask, ask them what their pronouns are, like, and don't be afraid to. It's not disrespectful to ask someone what their pronouns are. It's preferred. It's it's definitely preferred, and it's, like, it's, like, if you're gonna also, like, bring up the dead name or bring up, like, other stuff, say you do have a friend that's transitioning and you can't see it or refuse to accept it, like, your pronouns are was and were to me personally, like, if I see mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, because, I've it's pronouns have been hard for me. I I will be honest, like as oh, yeah. someone who it, it, it's, it's it's taken a it felt weird and clunky, and now it feels normal to me. 
Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather, like, if I see someone, it's like, she, her, I'm like, okay. Like that, like, I don't have to ask a question. Like that. I just know what they want to be called and, and, yeah. and what they prefer. And like, that's the gender that they're facing or, or um, non-binary was a harder one for me to kind of wrap my brain around because I was yeah. like, oh, like they and them, like, and then I, I couldn't, my brain, like in English was like, huh? But now I'm like, it makes total sense. Like I know people who are they and them and that's yeah. okay. And I mean, I, it's almost yeah. like if someone like asking someone's like someone's name, like I wouldn't be like, oh, hi, what's your name? And you say your name is Bianca. And I'm like, all right, Kim. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, my name, my, my, my name is Bianca. Okay, Kim. It's like, <laughs> whoa, where did you get? I told you my pronouns are she, her, hers. So why are you saying him or sir or daddy or I told you my pronouns are they them why are you saying she him like yeah it I I understand you know because it used to be hard for me too but a little practice you know yeah it's you know yeah yeah I I I 100% agree with you um so let's move on to success before we before we say goodbye to that conversation and start to wrap up with things we're fanatical about and unpopular opinions but what does success look like to you? And do you feel successful? Success to me, um, for me, I would say comfortability, if that's a word, if I'm saying that right, I speak with a muffle. Uh, being comfortable in my own surroundings to me equals success. I know everyone's success means is, is something different. Um, everyone strives for something different. Um, and for me, I just want to be able to not worry about rent bills, um, make sure my parents are good fed, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of what success is for me. And it, it is a, a financial thing, um, because we live in the USA, <laughs> you well, know, it's um, San Diego, it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would say that I am, I'm on, I'm not successful, but I'm on the journey to be successful because I am, um, it seems like every day or every month, every week, whatever, it's like, I, I get a little bit more happy because I do get closer to my goals in life to where I could say that I am successful. I like that answer because I think that it, it comes with a lot of power to say like success to me is just being comfortable, like not having to worry about when my next paycheck is coming in or not having to worry about yeah. like if my gigs are canceling or not um, and not having mm-hmm. to worry about that. And what I like about your answer was it wasn't a fame driven answer. It was yeah. just, I will take this journey where it's going to take me and maybe I'm not going to do this forever. And maybe I'll get to a point where I'm happy doing something completely different, but I, that, yeah. I will feel successful when I get to choose that because I can yeah and it's 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 crazy because I am a drag queen and um I am I'm I'm a drag queen is like an attention I don't want to say an attention seeker but it's like if you put on these crazy heels and these crazy hair and these elaborate outfits that is attention calling you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so but for me I never wanted to be a drag queen Mm-hmm. You know, my main goal in life, at, you know, for the longest time was just to be a photographer. I want to be behind the scenes. Like, I am very extroverted, but I'm also very introverted, you know? I know this about um, you. Yeah, you're, you can be kind of shy. Yeah, you know, like, and like, so like when I go, like, when I go to shows by myself, it's like, you know, I love to just be like alone or, you know, um, but so I... I can never say that being successful is being famous. Yeah. Because, you know, you could, I mean, all these, there's murderers and killers that are famous, but they're not successful because they're in jail now. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's like way left, but, you know. Yeah, but there's a lot of people in the, there's a lot of people in the scene, especially, especially San Diego or especially like in just an LGBTQA plus history, like that, like started out as performers and then like switched and did something different and, and yeah. ended up having like a very beautiful career of whatever they were doing. And, and so, so it's, it's nice to, it's nice to hear. I mean, that answer for me, it's a nice one to hear because you just, what I hear from it is like, you just want to be a normal person. Like you just yeah. want to be a normal person who like 
pays their bills boringly and like, doesn't have to worry about it. And like, that's okay. And like, you're on your journey to it. Like, I mean, I personally am on a journey of success as well. I mean, I, I had a full career and, um, and I, and then it went away (laughs) and now I do this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I I pray for the day to where I can quit drag. Like I am crossing my fingers (laughs) for the day to where I can like put the wigs away, sell the wigs, sell the outfits, sell everything. So that I could just have my photography studio and my camera. And instead of buying, you know, five new wigs, I could buy, you know, two new lenses. You know, I've been doing photography for going on like almost 10 years and, you know, drag for five and photography is still like my passion. Yeah. Well, that lends perfectly into the next thing because we've, we've touched on imposter syndrome so we can say sashay away, Shantae, you stay. Uh, What is one or a few things you're fanatical about and why? And it seems like, um, you you know, photography, I've always known this about you is something that you're very, very passionate about. You're very good. You have really, you, 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 you look for the angles, you've got really good lighting. You're, you're smart about it. And you, you are now kind of taking photos and taking projects based on what you want to do, which has been nice. Yes. So I, um, my, sorry, I did it, Alyssa Edwards. (laughs) Um, (laughs) my, my biggest things that I'm like really fanatic about is photography. I do love drag. Like I could literally go to a drag show twice a day, every single day for the rest of my life. Um, just to like be what just to watch entertainment but i also love food i love to watch the food network every single night before i go to bed um i love to cook i love you know but the funny thing is like i suck as a food photographer (laughs) (laughs) which is like okay but um but yeah so food and photography are like two things that i'm really crazy about yeah okay this this girl she is Mwah. like she tells me what she's making <laughs> she you did this thing called like wasn't it like what was what, i forget the name of it, it but was you called did the quarantine qu- kitchen yeah with yeah yeah quarantine kitchen all right like so it was a pun um yes. and and then like and then we have this thing i mean it's like it's a it's a it's a mexican dish it's birria and it's yeah so good but but like you can make it it's just it's a very much a labor of love and this girl just like would not stop talking about her birria and how great it was and i was like how dare you sext me like through Facebook? Oh. But I, I'm like, when this kitchen opens back up, Beria better be the first one. And I, I, I went to last week. Uh, I had a date and I made him Beria and he ghosted me. I like two days later, but you know, um, but when I make the video, I had like, I make it, you can't just make video for one day for like one mm-hmm. or two people. Like when you make video, you're going to make it for a good like 10 people and it's gonna last for a couple of days mm-hmm. so i just finally got rid of the rest of it uh like two days ago well it's fine i don't want your old beard yet anyway ah! but, <laughs> okay so let's move on to unpopular opinions i mean i just love that you you are well-rounded you have like such a culture like about you like just knowing like the things that you like and when you're passionate about them. Like, cause I know music is also one, something that you care about as well, but oh yeah, unpopular opinions. I know that like, I mean, I have a million and billion, but I can never think of them. But most recently it's been um, just, I don't even, I'm not even going to say, I'm just gonna say cannabis trash as I always do. Okay. What, what is one <laughs> or a few unpopular opinions you have and why? <laughs> um, Unpopular opinions. Like I'll give you an example. I had a person this last week that I was interviewing. He said, "Like I don't understand cheese." Like, and I and, okay. and, and I was like, "Oh," and he was like, "Well, I didn't grow up eating it because I'm from Portugal," and so I was like, "Oh, that makes sense, I guess." <laughs> I mean, well, for me, I guess like. I don't know. I talk so much shit about so much things. <laughs> um, I mean, well, for, I mean, well, that, that that's a popular opinion. Yeah. Hmm. So I've been using most recently that, um, so like there's this meme going around. It was like, you can only choose, you can only get, you have to get rid of one of these companies, like choose wisely. And it was like Amazon, Chick-fil-A, uh, and two others. And I was like, well, obviously like for me, there's only one that I would get rid of. 
it's Chick-fil-A because of, of, yeah. of the stuff that they have uh, prop done propaganda, the, the funding they've done. And uh, so like for me, like, and well, unpopular okay. opinion I will, is that, I, will, I will say this, uh, this is an unpopular opinion. I'm going to piggyback off of this while well, what you're saying mm -hmm. right now. Um, I have a friend who is LGBT, they're trans, they live in another state in the Midwest and they work at Chick-fil-A. And wow. so I feel like, like not, not saying that like we should stop supporting Chick-fil-A because it's like, obviously it is like a big corporate company, mm -hmm. but it's like my friend who is of the LGBTQIA+, et cetera, et cetera, is employed by them. Yeah, I think it varies by franchise. I think it's just like they got like really bad press. And so for me, it's like, I won't forget that because then also during Black Lives Matter, they weren't allowing people to associate themselves with the Black Lives Matter movement in order to be working for yeah. AAA, which I was not cool with. I was like, that's not cool either. But yeah. the fact that it does give me hope to hear that your friend who is trans and who is, um, you know, in another state um, living their life is able to be employed by them and feel like they are safe to work there. So um, maybe I will start to think about that and maybe I won't be as cancely with it, but I do judge. <laughs> yes, I do judge too. Um, another unpopular opinion I would say is pickles belong on pizza. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, you know what I was going to say? Because that just like made me think of it. The Domino's did a hamburger pizza and they didn't put pickles on it because not everyone loves pickles. And I was like, where are the pickles? If you're going to go hamburger pizza, I need pickles. Yeah. Like, like that's not truly, I, hamburger has to have pickles. And my husband will take his, like Scott will take all the pickles off and the onions off. And I'm like, I'll put them on my burger. Cause I just love it. I love, I love a burger with a lot of condiments and shit on it. I'm just like yeah. the way my brain works with ADHD is the same way that my mouth works like with pallets and stuff. I'm like, woo, we'll do it all. Cause I love food too. And so, uh, so I agree with you. I, I'm not going to cancel it. And, and on, that, on that note, when people get so hyped and angry about pineapple on pizza, I don't understand it. I'm like, I, I don't care for pineapple on pizza. If somebody orders a pineapple on pizza and that was the only pizza that they had, will I eat it? Yes. Yeah. But will I order a pineapple on pizza no. for myself? Yeah. No. Yeah, but you can you can support it. You can support a person. You can't like be like, mm -hmm. oh, canceling you for your pineapple things. And yes. as and as we're wrapping up, because I know that you get to perform for me and many other, well, socially distanced, probably like 10 people <laughs> at, at, uh. at a gossip tonight, which is exciting. Um, I always love to see you perform. And um, I know that as I'm getting ready to move to Hawaii, like those opportunities will be smaller and smaller and less and less as I get so busy. I will say this, the drag in Hawaii is beautiful. Is it? Oh, yes. Okay. You are going to be, you are going to be, sorry, there's a car driving by. Um, you're going to be in for a, a very pleasant awakening. Um, the drag in Hawaii, they have uh, the Imperial Court there. Yeah. Um, so they do have pageants and all that stuff over there. And we, you know, when coronation happens here, you know, they, they come here and they perform. And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. If you know, um, just on the sidebar for you, if you know of any queens in Hawaii that I should like, have on my radar let me know because i'm terrified to move and not have any friends yeah <laughs> um, i got you girl yeah so as we're winding down what's let's talk about what's currently making you happy in the world um honestly and this sounds like so selfish but i am making myself happy most Ooh. happy um Ooh. because i i I'm very open. I'm very blunt. I'm very, you know, out there. You can ask me anything. I will answer honestly, no matter who, what, when, where, why. So I wake up in the morning and some days I do not like to look in the mirror. Like I just can't because when I don't have makeup or a wig on, then all I see is Cornelius. And people say, no, girl, you're just like, no, no, let, I, I'm, let's be realistic. You know, I wake up in the morning with no hair, no makeup. Well, there will be hair soon because I'm getting a wig installed. Ah! But um, but then it's like, I, I have to change that around for myself. It's like, I'm going to put a little bit of makeup on. I'm going to 
um, you know, post a little cute photo. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to look at my Instagram and see all the flyers that I'm in, all the shows that I have mm-hmm. coming up. I'm going to look at my photography Instagram and look at all the beautiful photos and memories that I've captured recently for people. And that makes me happy. That's um, so good. That is really you know, good. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that's kind of like the only thing so far because like money does come and go and money can change things. But at the moment, you know, money ha- money will get, get me where I want to be, but it still won't make me happy. That so is, I have yeah. to do things to make myself happy that, that is so good and like even as 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 you know woman to woman like there you know it's it's so hard because we are so hard on ourselves right yeah. like and I think that's just humans in general like maybe not you know cisgendered straight men who knows what they think but it, you yeah. know but I know for me it's been such a journey to like find happiness in myself and like it, for a long time it was so hard to just like accept myself because I was like wow I'm like really loud and annoying and people either love it or they hate it normally it's met with kindness now that I have like people in my circle in my court like you know you're part of my circle of people and it's like yeah. I I keep I keep good people who who don't diminish me in any way and don't make me change in any way but also like I agree with you like some days it's like I wake up and I'm like oh like I have a zit on my face as as usual like my skin my skin is so fucked from quarantine and stuff we're finally almost I think I finally found something that worked but it's just like I my my skin's like a it's it's like a teen girl it's annoying yeah like how did I turn how did I turn and almost I'm turning 32 this year how am I turning 32 and I have like worse skin than I've ever had in my life I don't understand um but it's either here nor there. So I agree with you that like, sometimes you just have to, you have to be what makes you happy. Cause I'm, my husband's employed currently. And there's been days where I just was like, well, we're going to get out of bed and we have to, and we're going to put some makeup on and we're going to, we're going to like make ourselves go to the store or we're going to make ourselves go do something because exactly you can't walk getting out of the house that will change it. Yeah. Yeah. So, also, another yeah. thing that, that makes me happy, and it's like it sounds like very cliche or whatever, but watching people like succeed, mm-hmm. um, I love watching like competition shows. So you think you could dance, The Voice, you know, Food Network stuff, and it's like I literally like can cry out of happiness for someone. Especially when I see a little bit of myself in them. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for like, so you think you could dance because of like dance shows. Because I used to want to be a dancer, but like that, like I could literally, I could, you know, not trying to be crazy, but I could like watch somebody get killed in person and not cry. But I could watch somebody win a dance TV show and like cry my eyes out. Because you're happy for them because you were invested. Like you yeah. put yourself in there. You like you like saw that journey. You went through it together. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh, that's so good. Well. I know you are a busy, busy lady. You are, I get to see you later. I'm so excited. So we're winding down. So I always give my guests the floor to promote whatever they would like, where they can connect with you um, if they want to get to know you and all of that, where they can slide into those DMs if you sound like the person that is their soulmate. Um, So um, yeah, so I'm just going to give you the floor, hon. My Venmo is (laughs) strawberry90. DM me money <laughs> Give me all your money no um i mean honestly yes go follow my instagram at strawberry underscore corn cakes um if you do want to support my drag or my photography and you are not in san diego you can definitely always venmo uh strawberry 90 um and honestly like the majority of my money does go into my drag at the moment um, but I also have a show coming up, a brunch, um, April 11th. Um, so I'm sure this will be out before that. Mm-hmm. I, I make sure of it, hon. I will. <laughs> um, April 11th, I'll be in Costa Mesa at a place called The Huddle. This is their first ever drag LGBT type of event. Um, so we're breaking barriers there. Um, I'll be with Chiclet and the Gumdrops my amazing um you know us uh, what what area is that orange county family it's like, yeah it's, it's orange county my, my husband's yeah. family lives near there yeah so i'll be doing that and then aside from that i 
have my show that I host uh, along with DJ Pure Flow called Rumor. That's at uh, number one on fifth. Um, and that is every fourth Thursday of the month. Uh, show starts at eight, seating starts at seven. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And of course, to my listeners, you know the drill. Everything's going to be in the description or um, in the description of my website's uh, post that will come out with this episode. So you can connect with Courtney. You can get to know her. She's lovely, lovely, lovely. She does um, streaming on Twitch and all sorts of other stuff. And if you're in, if you're ever in San Diego, you can get to get to know her. You can find her. She's, uh, she's just a lovely, lovely personality. And I'm so grateful we could finally connect and do this, especially like right before I come see you, which is funny because yeah. <laughs> that was unexpected. I was like, do you need to cancel you're like no we're good i'm doing this um, so i love busy yeah. days so that the next day i can relax yes 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 and um just so you know as you and i are talking and i'm running the sound this comes out monday so oh, yeah. <laughs> because you were like the 11th and i was like okay monday uh so uh to my listeners of course this is please don't kick me out the podcast about imposter syndrome and thank you so much to my lovely guest courtney you're amazing i i, I can't wait to see you flood you with dollars and 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 love and and socially distance hugs um and uh you know to my listeners of course if you like what you hear please rate us subscribe us i have something exciting to announce i have merch if you like 90s i have merch now and i'm now working on a line of candles with my friend gary who owns uh, saves candles so i'm really 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 excited about that so of course i'm gonna put all that details in the description and to courtney again thank you so much for your time and i will see you soon Yeah, thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Hey listeners, I wanted to share a special promotion for you from Dash of Pep. Dash of Pep is a clothing boutique that offers non-binary clothing that has fun prints that support mental health and empowering you to be your best self. And this pandemic, it is great to shop small and support small businesses like Dash of Pep. More than 50% of my wardrobe is from her adorable store. Robin at Dash of Pep has graciously given me a promo code for you to use at checkout. Use P-D-K-M-O to receive 15% off your order. Again, that is www.dash of pep.com and you can enter p-d-k-m-o at checkout to receive 15% off your order. This has been Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, like, comment, share, tell a friend. You know, that's how I'm going to keep these stories going. Also, if you want to be a podcast guest, you can reach out to me at pdkmopodcast at gmail.com and we can get it set up. Thanks everyone for your continued support. And I look forward to, you know, connecting with you again next Monday.